Aloha. This is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title. Where are you? If we were truly going to self-reflect, we could probably see that in our life this would make sense. We might be walking around somewhere and being like, where am I? Yeah, well, what street am I on? You might be driving around. You might be doing something in life. You might be looking at your mail and your bills and saying, where am I? Well, let me see. How much do I have in the bank? Where am I? Or where am I going to be? Where am I? But the question is not, where am I? The question is, where are you? Because the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever, found in Isaiah 48. If we were to look here in Genesis, chapter 1, I'm turning to uh, Genesis, the book of Genesis, the very first book in the Bible. No matter what translation, you will see that there will you'll basically have the same thing. Um, if uh, you wanted to grab your Bible or you just want to me to, to you know listen along as I read. And again, it's in Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, one day. Yeah? And so I'm looking through um, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Okay? And so in, in that, I'm saying, when, if we go back to the, the beginning here, in the beginning, yeah, if we go back to the beginning, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Wait a minute, God created the heavens. Hold on. When we always read this, it's like God created the heavens and we miss that. Wait a second. And then we're like, well, who did it? No, God created heaven. God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens. <laughs> oh, praise God, yeah? God created heaven. Okay? It was formless. So God created heaven, boom, he creates it, yeah? And then there's a process to, you know, separating it. There's a process to working it out. It's like unpacking something that that is, that is you know, that you buy. You know, you have to put it together. So God you know, made it, and then he put it together. So there's a process. So when God moves, when you pray, there's a process to that. There could be a process to that. It could be an, an, an immediate touch, but in that immediate touch, there still is a process. And that process is you getting up. That process is whatever's wiring, working in that head, It has to has to click and then your body has to be activated by that same head by that same mind and, it, and then your body has to get up but not without a touch because you were unable to move you were withered and God moved 
And yet there's a process to that. When God was moving and healing uh, people, when, when Jesus was going around, yeah? God moving. Yeah? Healing. There was a process. There was a process. There's always something, you know, um, in, in that process. When Jesus spoke to the tree, you know, because he was going around to the fig tree and he was looking and searching for fruit. He was so hungry. And there was nothing on the tree. Yeah? No fruit. And he cursed the tree. Neither shall you ever bear any uh, fruit. And then they came back the, later on and the tree had withered. And, and yet, you know, Jesus spoke to the tree. The tree withered, yeah? Jesus speaks to a situation. It happens. The giant falls. The problem's fixed, yeah? Or the problem goes through a process of fixing yeah, when the woman of the issue of blood came up to Jesus and yet touched his cloak. Yeah. Touched his garment. She was healed instantaneously. Oh, the power went out from me. Yeah. And yet it's a process because she had to crawl there through the crowd. She had to get up the gumption. There was a process for her healing. There's a process for your healing. There's a process for your breakthrough, your financial breakthrough, your marriage breakthrough, your relationship breakthrough, your intellectual breakthrough, that next level. Yeah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it was formless. When you got on your knees and started praying and, and those words left your mouth, it was formless. But God did it. God heard you. And God answered you. Yeah. If you're in the will of God, by being in the will of God, if you obey my commandments, you can ask anything. Yeah. Obey my, love one another. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Yeah. With all your spirit, with all your being, everything you got. Love me. Love me like that. It's a commandment. I'm not asking you to put your phone number in so that you can get the discount. You know, it's it, you know, it's a commandment. Yeah, you have to wear the mask or you can't go in the store. It's a commandment. Okay? In the beginning when you prayed, in the very beginning of that prayer, God heard you. God hears all of our prayers. If we're wondering why our prayers aren't getting answered, don't look to God. Maybe do a little bit of, where are you? Yeah. As the fall of man was, uh, go, was laying its way out from not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And so Adam and Eve disobeyed God's command of not to eat that tree. Yeah, maybe we've all heard this story um, and we'll paint this picture better another time. But let's not illuminate that. Let's just use, okay, we got that, that they, they, they ate. We, we've heard of this before. They ate of the, you know, they, they, the, the sin. They weren't supposed to do that. Yeah? So there's a fall of man by eating from that tree. Everyone thinks the apple or whatever, the pomegranate, whatever you think. Um, so it, it was already committed that that sin was committed. The fall of man is there. And so here we go. God is... You know, wandering around looking, he said, Adam, where are you? 
And you know, God is calling out to Adam, where are you? He's like, I'm hiding. He's like, why are you hiding? Yeah. Adam comes out and he's wearing these fig leaves. He's wearing these leaves. Yeah. And and they're both Adam and Eve are covered up. And he's like, what are you wearing? You know, you can imagine God is like, I made a perfect beans. There's nothing. There's no perversion there. It's just holiness. It's like, wow, these are, I made these two wonderful beans. Wow. What are you wearing? Why are you covered up? You know, why? I was naked. And then God is saying, who told you? You were naked. Yeah. Who told you? Where are you? Yeah. Where are you in your life? Where are you? Oh, you're not to the top? You haven't created your own business because of the coronavirus or something? Something's held you up? Something's held you up in life? Maybe you've had troubles through life? Maybe you didn't try hard enough? Whatever it is, where are you? Who told you that you couldn't be one of the greatest? Who told you that nothing, that no situation that you step in, yeah? Every situation that you step in, you're going to fail, blah, blah, blah. And nothing's going to work for you. Things, things are never going to work. You can't do that business. You can't, do, you can't start a business through the coronavirus. Who told you? Yeah. It is in our weakness that he is strong. It is in times like this where God can really show his glory. And it might be that, that God wants all of us. Some of us are praying, oh, Lord, I just want to see. I just want a miracle. It could be that we may be hiding when we need to. God is saying, where are you? Where are you, Christians? Where are you, followers? Where are you, my children? Where are you? And what are you wearing? You know? What is all that stuff you have on? What, what is all that garbage that you're hanging on to? Here, let me have some of that stuff. Take, take that stuff away. You don't need that. Yeah? Strip it clean. You are clean. Yeah. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Get clear. Yeah. It is time that if you miss this, you're about to miss out truly on the best season of your life. You may hear this best season of your life. Life has seasons and there's a season for you. It doesn't matter which message you listen to or how you hear that. There is a season for you and that season can pass by and then you have to wait for whenever that season comes again and whatever that season could be, it could be the top off of you hitting that mark in life, taking the next level, stepping up next level stuff beyond next level because God is an awesome God. God can cut. God can make things big. You say, "Oh, I made it big." Well, God can make bigger. Yeah, just like the message before. God can do things amazing. There's nothing too big for God. Nothing too, nothing too big for God. Yeah, nothing too small. Oh, I shouldn't pray, but no, pray. God wants you to come to Him for everything, everything. God loves you. We could say things so hurtful to each other. We could do all these things and try to cover ourselves up. And God is saying, "What are you wearing?" You know, 
We cover ourselves with hate. We cover ourselves with our problems. We cover ourselves with this, this mask and wear it around. And God is saying, what are you wearing? Where are you? You know, God is saying, where are you? Because we're supposed to seek God. Sorry about the mic there. God is saying, where are you? You know, because we're not seeking Him. We're not praying to Him. God is saying, where are you in your life? God is saying, where are you to you? Where are you? You can pray to me. Where are you? I want to answer your prayers. Oh, you're worried about being in my will? Love me. Love those around you. If you love God, things will be different. You'll, you'll look at situations different. Oh, I love God. I'm not going to do that. And then and then, if you love your neighbor, if you love the people around you, you see this or this or this, it's like, oh, I'm not going to punch that guy. Oh, I'm not going to do this. Oh, I'm not going to say something mean back to them, which is even worse. You know, oh, I'm not going to look at those people like that. I'm going to love them. You know, we see people, we see them doing something we don't like or, or something we don't agree with or or we just don't even like the, the what what's going on with them. It doesn't mean that it's bad or anything. It's just maybe we just don't like it. And then, but, but if we were to love them, it doesn't matter if we like it or not. We would love them. And then what, what they're doing and all that, then none of that, all that stuff would just fall away. It would be meaningless. Why would we pay attention to it? Because we just need to love each other. You know, that true aloha spirit, not something fake. For the majority of us, it's, we're, we're faking it. We're just saying it because that's what, what you say. We're just caught up in the, you know, being a product of our environment. We're just caught up in the moment. We're, we're worrying about our problems. We're stressing out about everything. The wind blows and, and man, we, we got body pains now because we tensed up and we're angry about things. No matter what it is, oh, first thing we do is get tensed up and that goes in our body and we're killing ourselves. What are you wearing? Why do you keep putting that on? Where are you? Why are you going off and chasing after stuff with a murderous thought in your head? Yeah? Tensing up, ready to just take out everything because of this anger that's inside you, this bitterness. That's why I told you to roll all my cares on you, God would say. That's why I told you to come to me, all who are, you know, weary and I will give you rest. Because you need to love each other and you're taking all this pain, all this hurt, and we're going around and hurting each other with it. And it's not right. When we have a conversation, we should be able to speak loving. If something says something that's off, we look past that because we love. Because that's what God would do. And then when we pray, you won't doubt because you'll be on point. And anything you pray for, you will have it because the Word of God says that. And we can tell God. We can say, God, your word says that. I'm, I'm doing all this. I, my flesh I have to battle each day, Father God. But I'm doing this. I'm in your will because you gave me the desire to pray this thing. Yeah, you gave me the desire. Why would I be in misery praying for some kind of slinky toy or something? You know, which you wouldn't be praying for that. But, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, like you're praying for a dirt bike or something. Or, you know, why would I be in misery just like, I haven't got my dirt bike yet. I haven't got this. You know, this. why would I be in misery over that? God will answer all your prayers. I mean, truly, if you wanted a dirt bike, you could actually pray 
to God. If it, you know, oh, is that the will of God? Yeah. Oh, wait, and then we got all these people. So wait a minute, wait. Yeah, God wanted him to, or him or her to have that dirt bike because he's going to use that for his glory. Oh, yeah, the, the, they're going to ride around the dirt bike. They're going to get really good, and then they're going to be in there and say, God rules or John 3.16 on their stuff. But yet you, see, no, God doesn't give dirt bikes. Oh, he doesn't? Man, God created the heavens and the earth. All, all, the, all the things that weren't created is a process that's still going on today. That miracle is inside you. And if you could push off all this stuff, all this garbage, you won't miss out on this season. And when we say season, there are seasons. Yeah. There's weather, there's storms, there's things. Life is here. But we can look to a holy and an awesome God in all things and acknowledge Him and He will renew our strengths. We will walk into anything with the kingdom of God taking down those giants with a holy God standing right behind us. May I pray with you. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you, Father God, for your word, for your holy and your perfect, infallible word, Father God. We praise you and thank you for it. We praise you, Father God, in your mighty name, Father God, we praise you. We ask, Father God, that you just, you hear and answer our prayers, Father God, as we're just, it's already happening, but Father God, maybe it's a redundancy and forgive us for that, but we just ask you, Father God, because your word says to ask and continue to ask. May we ask you, Father God, as one church, one God, that we look to you, Father God, one nation upon nation, all peoples upon people's Father God that you will touch these people's lives as, as, as answer all our prayers Father God forgive us for all of our sins Father God deliver us from our flesh so we can love and look to you and love each other as a true church as true people as a true nation upon nation globally in the name of Jesus we plead the blood of Jesus on our lives Father God we ask for restoration or, or whatever it is Lord we ask for the revival to come Father God crash into our lives Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus and touch us in each and every aspect of our lives. In nomine Padre, Filio Spirito Santos. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever unto ages of ages. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, I would invite you to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. For whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God chose you. Jesus died on the cross for you. And if you don't believe, you can believe. You can change the way you're thinking. It can change the way you're feeling. You can ultimately change the world around you by committing your life to Jesus Christ. You just say things like this. Father, forgive me for my sins. Lord Jesus, I commit my life to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, wash me clean. Forgive me for my sins in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May you be blessed by that. I pray that whoever's listening, that you can walk into this dark world carrying the gospel, the light of the gospel, the gospel the light of the gospel, the gospel, carrying the light of the gospel forevermore.